The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. And welcome to it indeed. It is uh, six minutes after one o'clock. We are ready to roll here. Employment Law Show. We just had uh, Savan finish up uh, Lior talking about some disability rights. A little bit of crossover too. A couple of uh, phone calls came through which I'm sure they'll be calling back in regard to what you do because there is so much interplay between disability and employment law but that's what we are focusing on. And of course, uh, covidrights.ca is a website you can currently use to uh, to get a, a wealth of information on both fronts. If you want to make a phone call, 416 6400 We are live for the next hour and ready to take them. We know you have questions about your workplace, about EI, about how this whole pandemic is affecting your work. You probably, if you're not someone who has been either laid off temporarily, guaranteed beside you there is someone you know that has and is wondering the same thing you are. So bring the phone calls on. There's a ton of questions and we'll try to answer as many as we, as we can over the next hour. So uh, yeah, how's uh, how's your week? Uh, how's your week been, pal? Wow, uh, John, what, what a week. Uh, it's It's been nonstop for me answering questions. I, I probably spent already about three hours today, three hours uh, or more yesterday, just oh. emailing people back with questions that they have about uh, workplace rights. It, it, there's always questions. We know that. But when it comes to this current situation, so many people, unfortunately, have been laid off, have had their job impacted. So we want to inform and educate and advise people about those rights it's important that you know you want to ask questions about your layoff you want to question about benefits you're owed about the new canada emergency response benefit about ei bring it on right now let's talk about what your rights are employment laws don't get suspended remember that okay they do not get suspended uh you still have plenty plenty of rights and throughout this if you always want to talk to me privately we'll give you my phone number we'll give you my email address uh so you can reach out to me let's talk Let's make sure that you're protected, your family is. Now is the time not to be bashful. Let's give us a call. So rather, John, than me, starting with the week that was, why don't we go straight to the phones? We sure, uh, we sure will. Uh, 416-870-6400 is the number. And, uh, well, hello again, Sandy. I guess you had time to go grab a coffee and stand by. Uh, you, uh, you have Lior now. So uh, your question once again, what is it? Hi, Lior. I've been working for um, this company for over 15 years. I'm 55 years old. I, my, uh, I'm a salaried employee, and my hours have just been cut in half. So I'm working a two-and-a-half-day week and then have to take two-and-a-half days of my vacation. My question to you is, once my vacations expire, what are my rights? So this is, uh, this is a very good example of what I was saying earlier, that employment laws don't get suspended. What I mean by that is that your employer does not have a right to change your hours, reduce your hours, even if it's because of the COVID virus, even if it's because of a legitimate business reason. So here's what this means. The fact that they don't have a right to do it means you have the choice, if you want to, to treat this reduction as a termination. We call this a constructive dismissal. So you have a right to treat the situation as a constructive dismissal and leave and get severance for you. That would mean somewhere north of 12 months pay given the number of years you've been with your employer. So there's no way to actually stop your employer. But hopefully by the time the vacation runs out, maybe things are better. Maybe you get back up to uh, up to snuff. Talk to your employer. One, If you don't want to do that, you may want to talk to your employer about laying you off temporarily so that you can apply for the CERB benefit. You can apply for that if you're earning income. So there's a number of things you could do, but one option you have, Sandy, is to treat this as a constructive dismissal and get severance now. 
Okay, thank you. Thank you, Sandy. Appreciate that. Reaching out further, no problem. One eight five five eight two one. 5900 help at employmentlawyer.ca is a good way to go. Uh, but for the remainder of this show, as you know, bring on the questions. Phone lines are open 416 870 6400. Mary, thank you. You're up next. Good afternoon. Hi. Um, I have a couple of questions, basic general questions, I guess. Um, sure. First of all, how many weeks does the I last for, and how long can the company take to bring me back before severance is owed? So let's start with, uh, well, I'll start them with the order that you've asked them. So EI can last up to a year if you have enough uh, hours work. So up to a year, EI can last. Now, if your EI runs out before uh, October, you may be able to apply to the new Canada Emergency Response Benefit, uh, the CERB benefits. You may be able to do that and get that for a few more months. Now, the other thing, though, for, for as far as the second part of your question, which is uh, how long do they have before severance is paid, you actually can treat this right now termination and get severance. You have to treat this right now. You, you, oh, sorry, you don't have to. You have the option to treat this right now as a termination and don't have to wait at all. If you choose not to, it becomes a termination automatically. If they're, if they're continuing your benefits, they have up to 35 weeks. If they're not continuing the benefits, they have 13 weeks. So 13 or 35, but you don't even have to wait that. If you choose, you can choose to treat this as a termination right now today and, get, and force the company to pay you severance if that's what you want to do. Okay, so if severance is owed to me, I've been there for five years. Does my age um, take into effect the, the amount of payroll in Ontario? How do I get the calculation? No, the, 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 the amount of payroll, no. Uh, so your age, yes. How, long, uh, how old are you right now? I'm going to be 50 on the 22nd. I've been there for five years. Um, yeah, May May 16th, I'll be there five so years. You, so you'd be looking at right around six months' pay. Okay. Six months' pay. Okay. Um, uh, I guess that's it. Thank you so much. That's Mel, it. By the way. <laughs> uh, great. Thanks, Mary. Appreciate Thanks, the call. To, uh, to reach out further, you can do so. Help at employmentlawyer.ca is Lior's email or one eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred. Yeah, we'll take a short break. We're a little overdue, so we'll get to that and come back with more of your calls. 416-870-6400. Bring them on. Employment Law Show, Global News Radio. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. It is 115, the number to call, 416-870-6400. For the time being, covidrights.ca is a good website to get more information, or you can go to pocketemploymentlawyer.ca to reach out through email. It is help at employmentlawyer.ca. Getting right back to the questions here. Uh, Adam, thanks for hanging on. Good morning or afternoon at this point. How are you, pal? Good. How are you guys? Good. What's uh, what's on your mind? So I wanted to touch base on somebody had called in in the show previously about uh, not having a uh, disability, um, mm-hmm. going on sick leave. So uh, similar situations happened to my wife. So the company has told her that she's got to use her sick days, and then she has to apply to EI. My, my two questions are, does she have to use her sick days? Can she not just go on EI right away? And second with all these different EIs and emergency funds, which one would she go under? 
So she can't work for for what reason can't she work right now? Uh, stress because of the pandemic. I got it. Okay. So if if she can't work and it's health related, then yes, the company is able to make her uh, uh, use their sick days. That's what those sick days are for. So because of that, yes, the company is able to make her do that. Now, if she can't work, uh, not because she's sick, not because she's caring for someone that's sick, but it's stress related, then she can apply for regular EI sickness benefits. As I, as currently the government has described, the Canada Emergency Response Benefit would not apply here. So once the sick days run out, uh, she could potentially use vacation days if she has them and if her employer will allow it. But beyond that, she can apply for EI sickness benefits for 15 weeks, uh, and and hopefully by then we're we're ahead and things are better. Uh, does that make sense? So then, what's the difference between the EI sickness uh, benefit and what the government is rolling out now? Because it, I mean, she's off on on leave because of the pandemic. So I thought anything related to that would fall in under uh, those benefits. Am I, so, am I wrong? So it's for people that lost their job because of that or people that have I fallen think. sick with the virus because of that, but not in situations okay. where obviously you're, you're feeling stressed. Mo- many people are, unfortunately. Uh, and if you can't work because of that, that would be regular sickness. And because of that, as the government has described it, the regular EI benefits would apply to her. Okay, perfect. Thanks so much for the info. No problem. I appreciate that. You want to reach out to one eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred. But for uh, for the remainder of this hour, four one six eight seven zero sixty four hundred. Angelo, you are up next. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Lior. Thank you very much. I have two uh, quick questions. Hopefully, you could respond to them. Uh, some background: I'm a sixty year old uh, employee with over thirty years of service. I work for a large municipal uh, employer. I'm in a non union position. And six months ago, I was given a letter telling me that uh, my position was going to be terminated as of March 31st of this year. Uh, During that time, they said there's going to be new positions being created, could apply for those jobs. Those new positions are much more stressful, much more work. And frankly, I don't, to be honest, I really didn't want any of the new jobs. So my question is, number one, am I entitled to a severance even if I have not applied for any of the new positions that they are being uh, rolled out? And number two, I've been, I continue to ask my employer for information on my termination. They have not provided any information whatsoever. March 31st is a couple of days away. I'm working in a uh, what I would consider an essential position because I'm still working. Is it possible if my employer asked me to stay on beyond March 31st and I have no issues with continuing work, but I don't want any of my continuing work to impact any of my future severance? So, so that's a very, very good question. And so let, let me break this down for you. The, the first answer to your question is this, that no, the fact that you have not applied for jobs does not deprive you of your severance. So here's how it works. They give you six months notice of termination to March 30, 31st, which means they owe you the difference by way of severance. You're a 24-month guy, less the six months notice. So they owe you another 18 months pay. Okay, so 18 months pay. So if in fact your position ends March 31st in a couple of days, they have to pay you 18 months pay. Give me a call if they don't, and I'll help you do that. I'll help you get it. That's that's easy. Now, to your second question, what if they say to you, you know what, we need you to stay on for, for a bit longer? That's fine, and in fact, it could be a good thing, and here's why. If you stay on longer, and let's say after three weeks, they say, now we don't need you anymore, then that six months that you got actually doesn't count which means now they have to pay you the full 24 months. Excellent. Do you follow? Excellent. So, so, so Absolutely. 
So there's no downside from your perspective. If they want you to stay longer and you want to stay longer, I would do it. I don't have any concerns. And if at some point, maybe when this virus is over, God knows when, they say, you know what, now we don't need you anymore so long. Now it's 24 months, so in a way it could be better. Any help you need from me, reach out to me directly. Beautiful. And I thank you for that because, like I said, my employer has been good to me. i got no issues. It's just they're going through mm-hmm. this major restructuring. Sure. And, uh, you know, it, uh, it, it's not to my benefit. And uh, thank you very much. I know you got lots of phone calls, and I really appreciate it. And, no problem. Uh, it, depending on what I hear from my employer, I'll be, connect, I'll be touching base with you. Many thanks. Thank you. Thanks, Angela. Stay safe, my brother. And we'll get to the uh, the rest of you, Samantha and Stefan and Chris, in just a bit here. 416-870-6400. All of your calls are on the way after a teeny tiny break. It's the Employment Law Show on Global News Radio. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Yeah, welcome back indeed and getting to as many of your phone calls as we can. Keep them coming. 416 870 6400. It is 123, so we got some time and off we go. Samantha, thank you for hanging on. Good afternoon. What's your question? Hi there. Um, I just had a question for a family member. She's 63 and she works at an essential grocery store. Mm-hmm. And um, she's extremely stressed out about this, um, like the whole pandemic going on. And um, for her, like, she wants to stop working, but she's been told by her employer that she needs solid medical notes during this time. But, um, like, she's extremely stressed out, and she's so close to her retirement, and she's worried that it's going to impact her retirement and that she won't be able to take the time. Wow. That's a, it's a very good question. It's one actually I've been getting quite a bit over the past couple of weeks since this whole thing started. You know, she she is working, she's she's fine, but she's obviously concerned. She's stressed out. She's concerned about getting the virus, and you know, if if, if you're at a certain age, you may be more more severe. So I, I get that. So here's here's how this works. If her employer can allow her to do proper social distancing at work, and if they're an essential service. They, they can expect her to go to work. They, they are allowed to expect her to go to work as long as, of course, she's not symptomatic, etc. So here's what her options are. She can get a, a doctor's note, and as her employer said, saying she cannot work. Maybe it's anxiety. Maybe it's stress. If, she, if, her, if her doctor agrees that given her situation and how she's feeling, she can't work, then she, the doctor's going to provide a note. She can then be off as long as her doctor supports her, whether it's a day, a week, a month, as long as needed. She cannot be let go because of this, okay? okay. Uh, it won't impact any entitlement she has in the future. So, so she has that, that, of course, peace of mind. The other thing I'll say for her or for anyone else listening, if you are going to work and your employer is not properly protecting you, what I mean is you're, you're working in close proximity with others and customers, you may have the right to engage in what I call a work refusal. A work yeah. refusal is a situation where you say, the work is not safe, so I'm not going to work. In that situation, the employer has to call in the Ministry of Labor, who will investigate and determine whether or not the work is, in fact, safe. So there's those options, but she cannot be penalized if she goes off on a medical leave with her doctor's support, Samantha. Okay, that's perfect. Um, I just have one other quick question, too, just for me. Um, So I'm off right now just due to childcare issues, um, probably, but I'm also pregnant, so I'm just wondering if being off, if I'm off until further notice with this pandemic, is it going to impact my mat leave? 
So it's a it's a it's a great question, and and we don't have the the full answers with the, with, with everything that's happened. This is brand new. It might, okay. All I can tell you right now that is that it might impact your maternity benefits, because you may not have enough hours work before your maternity benefit starts. I, I hope that the government's going to make exceptions. As of this moment, they have not yet, Samantha. So things do change, and, and announcements are made daily. So I hope by the time this is relevant to you, things would have changed, but it could impact it, unfortunately. Samantha, two great questions there. Really appreciate your time to reach out further. Uh, help at employmentlawyer.ca and 1-855-821-5900. Moving on down the line to uh, Stefan. Hi, Stefan. How are you? I'm well, and yourself? Great. Uh, what's your question? question is, uh, I'm a small residential roofing company owner in the GTA, and uh, at the moment, all the employees are laid off. We have a little bit of work lined up for the employees. However, it will most likely run out within a couple weeks. What should we do? Should we hire back the, the, the employees and have them work a few weeks and then join the program that is available for the employees? Or how should we do this? So the government has announced that they're going to provide wage subsidies for up to 75%. What we don't know is exactly who qualifies and if it's up to a certain maximum and or if it's capped by number of employees. We, we, we're going to know more tomorrow on Monday. That's what the government said. So that may be an option for you to help you. Beyond that, you're right. If you have work, I would recall people back to work. You may want to even give people the option and ask if, if someone wants it. Maybe there's people that volunteer because they want to earn more income. If there aren't any, you do have a right to, to call someone back to work. Potentially, if they don't, that could be considered a, a resignation. Bring them back for a specific period of time. Make sure they understand it's not indefinite. It's either for a week or two or for this particular project until that project ends. Uh, and and that's the best way to do it. We may know more a lot more tomorrow, Stefan, based on what the government has to say about these wage subsidies. That could be the answer that you're looking for, and that could help you moving forward. Well, that was the question I wanted to ask you. If you had any idea what the uh, maximum subsidy is going to be? No, we don't. We know that it's 75 percent, but we don't know if it's 75 percent up to a maximum of 5,000 or 2,000 or anything like that. We don't know anything. Go ahead. With the ten percent that was announced earlier in the week, it was a twenty-five thousand dollar maximum maximum employer and thirty seventy-five dollars per employee. Yeah, so which is not much at all, right? It's nothing. The fact that it's going to be up to seventy-five percent. It's seventy-five percent, but we don't know the maximum at all, and we'll know more tomorrow, and we'll know exactly who qualifies, and because not every employer is going to qualify. Uh, the government said they'll provide more details tomorrow on Monday. 416-870-6400. want to slide Chris in here quickly before we break. Hi, Chris. What's your question? Okay. Um, I have a friend who works for a large restaurant chain. Um, now, they've put all the managers on layoff, but they didn't really give a time like when they're going to hire them back. They said, oh, we'll promise that uh, we'll get you guys back uh, once the layoffs are over. Um, he knows that he can take a destructive uh, uh, dismissal and he can get severance. But what is the time frame where... If he stays on the layoff, that he's not going to get severance anymore. Is there like a time frame where mm-hmm. he's given up that um, the eligibility of getting a severance if he waits too long? So, if he goes back to work when they call him back, then he would have given up on the severance. Okay. Yes. So if yes. he goes back, if they never call him back, then he has two years from when the layoff started to pursue it. But if okay. they call him back in a month and he goes back to work, that's fine. But then he's considered to have accepted this layoff, and then he cannot pursue it as a constructive dismissal. 
but he can yep. choose right now to pursue it immediately today and not wait. That's certainly an option that he has. Otherwise, he can have he, he sees if the company calls him back. One of the concerns I have with restaurants specifically, especially with smaller restaurants, is are they going to be able to survive, yeah. right? Are they going to be yeah. able to reopen? And if that is a real concern, and again, I don't know anything about this particular restaurant, if that is a real concern, he may want to pursue his entitlements right now rather than wait before there's no more company and there's no more uh, ability to pay. So some things for him to uh, consider, in, uh, Chris, in this situation. Okay, so if he, if he decides, like, in two months, you know what, my money's running out, and, like, this is a really large chain, so they will okay. be open. Yeah. Um, he's just afraid that, you know what, they may restructure, and since he's the lowest totem pole for the management position, because he just yeah. started being a manager there, but he's also been with the company for nine years, that if he decides in two months and they still haven't reopened, he wants to be able to go for seven yes. if he decides in about two months. Yeah, he could do that. Absolutely can do that in two months. Not a problem. Chris, appreciate the call. Going to move on. Uh, Raj, we'll get to you. Just hang on the line. We've got to take a quick break and uh, get right back to it. You have questions. Uh, bring them on. you still got some show left. Half a show. Lots of time. You have employment questions. COVID-19, it's making everybody pull their hair out. So get those questions online. 416-870-6400. And you can go to covidrights.ca as well. It's the Employment Law Show. Global News Radio. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. It's also really easy to reach out to Lior and the crew anytime. It is help at employmentlawyer.ca, 1-855-821-5900. If you'd like to discuss some things in private, you have the new website, uh, covidrights.ca, wealth of information there, and always the phone call for the remaining time here is is awesome, 416-870-6400 to call through, get some of your concerns answered. Raj, thank you for hanging on. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. How are you today? Good. What's uh, What's on your mind? Uh, well, I actually was let go three weeks ago as a general manager at a restaurant. I actually took on this position in December, and things kind of went sideways for me with the with the ownership. So I was let go. Along with that, I was I had to fire my kitchen manager, and minutes later, I got fired. But the thing is, we are three weeks in. I haven't got my record employment. They still have my initial paychecks held held back from the from December and the remaining of my paycheck now and at the same time i was using my personal credit cards for the restaurant to do some purchases i'm in a pickle right now and i've been trying to get hold of the ownership and they're not responding back to me so there's really only one solution in this situation and that is you get me to send them a letter saying you know you pay up you provide the record of employment or else mm-hmm. that's the only solution now you know i can give them the the, the kick in the pants they'll They'll pay attention more to me, I think, than they will to you in, in this situation. Happy to help you if you right. want. Keep in mind, you may not qualify for, for regular EI benefits. You may not have enough hours because you work there uh, from uh, from December. You might. Again, depending on the hours, you may qualify. But you s- should certainly get your record of employment. I, I have my previous employer. I work for the first, same franchise. I've just transferred to a different location with a, with a, with a, with a new ownership, though. I did qualify for EI right now because I only right. I only took EI one time in my lifetime, and I'm 42 years old now. But so, and the other thing to keep in mind, Raj, yeah, so you, yeah. you probably will qualify, but you are also potentially owed severance. And the time that you had yes. with the previous owner counts as well. How long did you work total there? 
Uh, daughter's my previous owner. I worked for him uh, close to three years, but he bankrupt. Uh, that location ended up started shutting down. Yeah, no, but I, I think December. I think your yeah. your the new owner inherited your service. So you may be considered a three year employee, and you could potentially be looking anywhere from four to six months pay. So there's enough okay. stuff to talk about here, Raj. So I want you to reach out to me off air. Let's talk about that. There could be significant compensation owed to you over and above just the EI. Raj, appreciate the time and the phone call. It's one 821 5900 to reach out. Get a hold of Lior, help at employmentlawyer.ca. That is the email address. We continue the phone calls here, though. Appreciate all your time. Steve, uh, thanks for standing in the queue. How are you? What's going on? I'm okay, bud. So I, I've uh, been with my company for close to 30 years. It'll be oh. 30 years in June. Uh, in customer service. Uh, they had uh, flown us all down to our corporate office in January before all this COVID, and they announced they were uh, consolidating and transferring all of the, uh, the department down into the U.S. We were given the option to move. All of us declined. Um, we were given, you know, fairly healthy packages. Um, they gave us up till September. We're doing it in waves. Uh, we were given till September this year, and then our jobs will be eliminated and transferred to the U.S. I was given a very healthy package, I believe. It was uh, 90 weeks or 30 years. But my concern is, you know, with this COVID going on, we're in the uh, building industry uh, related to uh, supply industry. And if our company can't maintain and, you know, sustain this COVID and they go bankrupt, I'm just wondering what that would do to our severance packages. Yeah, and that's a terrible situation. And the answer, unfortunately, is you're not going to get it uh, because once a company is bankrupt, they're going to have to legally pay their secured creditors. And as an employee, you're considered an unsecured creditor, which practically speaking means you're not going to get paid. This happened uh, recently with Sears. A lot of people were did, either didn't get severance or in the middle of getting severance, Sears went bankrupt and they didn't get the difference. So them going bankrupt means you're not going to get paid at all. And there's there's no mechanism to change that. One way to potentially deal with that is to say, listen, I'll accept less than the 90 weeks, but pay it to me now. So I'll accept 75 weeks. I'm just using an example here, but pay it to yeah. me now. They may not agree. You can ask the question. I think the value of money right now for anyone is tremendous because you yeah. never know what's going to happen right now with your company tomorrow, next month, next year. So, uh, but if they are bankrupt, uh, th I wish I had better news for you. You're not going to get paid. Okay, thank you. That's what I was hoping you wouldn't say. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I know. exactly. I know. Thanks, Steve. Appreciate the call. 416-870-6400. Still a couple minutes till we break, so we'll get to uh, Ahmed. Ahmed, how are you? I'm very well, sir. How are you doing? Great show. Good. What's on your mind? Oh, thank you. Appreciate um, it. Go ahead. Questions. Very well. Um, two, two questions. Um, I'm, I'm asking on behalf of my wife. She works part-time at a retail and the retailer is considered to be a um, essential support retailer. Um, did she work, as a part-time, does she qualify for unemployment? Or the benefit that the government is? So, so she would qualify for the benefit if, uh, if the company shut down, if they let her go, if she's taking care of someone that's sick. Uh, if she is sick herself, then she would qualify. Uh, but okay. not so the benefit is if essentially if you lose your job as a result of, of this virus, whether it's permanently or temporarily, if you choose not to work, you say I don't want to work, then you would not qualify for this benefit. But again, as I was saying to an earlier call, uh, if your doctor agrees that maybe because of 
anxiety or stress, you should not be working. You can provide your employer with that doctor's note, and then you yeah. can go on EI sickness benefits for up to 15 weeks. So there are benefits available, but she needs her doctor's uh, support, Ahmed. Perfect. And the other question, um, I guess the, the first question, well, you answered the second question, but I just want to qualify qualification on, on this. Uh, clarify clarifying the, the question is does she um, have to when now she is on four days um, uh, vacation days now her vacation days ends tomorrow now the ma- the the manager her manager asked her to sign a leave of absence form is that a good idea to do well, w- without seeing the form, I-, I can't say. I'd have to see it. But she doesn't need to sign anything. She should need something from her doctor. Once she has something from her doctor, th- she-, she doesn't need to sign anything. I- I'm always worried when an employer asks an employee to sign something. I- but again, if you want to send me a copy or you e- email me what it says, I can tell you whether it's a problem or not. But do not have her sign anything without me seeing it first. That could be a problem down the road. It could be many things there that would be uh, not a good idea to sign. Ahmed, appreciate the time, and here is that number, one 821 5900 help at employmentlawyer.ca. Italo will get to you and your calls as well, 416-870-6400. Lots more to go here at Employment Law Show, Global News Radio. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. It is 140, uh, 143. The calls are coming in. Love talking to you. 416 870 6400. A lot of concerns, fears, and anxiety with your job, your workplace, as it has to, to relate to COVID 19. So that's why we are uh, here doing this live. Italo, thank you for hanging on. Good afternoon. What's up? Good afternoon. Uh, my hotel, uh, we were laid off from our hotel about two weeks ago, and we don't know when we're going to be uh, brought back. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, 59 years old. Just in case, if uh, um, they offer us a package, how much, uh, how many weeks would I be entitled to? Uh, so, uh, how long have you worked there for, Italo? 11 years. And what kind of a job? What do you do there? I'm a houseman in the, in the housekeeping department. There's no union, is that right? Yeah, there is union. Oh, there is a union. Okay, so yeah, if you're yeah. part of a union, the collective agreement would tell you what you're owed. It could be as little as eight weeks pay, but the answer is in the collective agreement, and you'd have to talk to your union about that. You know, unfortunately for a, a non-union employee, you'd probably be looking at about 10 months pay, but with a unionized employee, uh, it's unfortunately going to be less Talk to your union, see what those options are, and if it happens, the first call you make immediately is to your union. They're the only ones that can help a unionized employee, and that's important for all our listeners to know. If you're a unionized employee, even in these tough times, I'm sure the union is inundated with calls, but that's who you have to call and ask questions. Uh, Your union is your guide, is your advisor, and your representative. Moving on to uh, Paul. Uh, Paul, thank you for hanging on. Good afternoon. Hey, Paul. No, Paul's Paul. there. We'll see if we get Paul on line. Okay, we'll move on. Uh, see if we get Paul on the line in a moment. Get to, uh, how about, no. Jimmy, how are you? Not too bad, good sir. What's going on? What's uh, what's your question? Well, um, 
I'm an hourly paid driver for a cab company. I've been with them since 2002 through acquisition of other companies. And uh, my doctor tells me I have all the uh, attributes they want uh, people not to work with. I have the heart problem and the lungs and that. And uh, the company is so shorthanded now, they're expecting us to work. I just, like, if I say no, do I get fired and then I get nothing? No severance, no nothing. If you say no and you don't have something from a doctor, the answer is yes. You can be let go without any severance. So, very simple. You talk to doctor, uh, and, and, you know, again, I'm not a doctor, but if your doctor agrees with you that in your situation you should not be working and your doctor puts that in writing, this person, my patient, should not be working, your, your company has to give you that time off. It's not up to them. They can't punish you. They can't deprive you of severance. They can't do anything like that. So talk to your doctor. Give, them, give the company something in writing from a doctor. It doesn't have to be a, a long typed letter. It could be a very simple letter from your doctor. That protects you. But if you decide not to uh, provide that note and you don't show up for work, yes, you are running the risk of employer, your, your company letting you go without compensation. Alrighty, uh, just, I, I just worry because you know, I got you know, almost 20 years here. I don't want to lose that severance. You would not lose severance if you have something from a doctor. I can promise you that. As long as your doctor backs you up, provides something in writing, you cannot lose your severance. Jimmy, appreciate the call. You want to have more information moving on? It's a 1-855-821-5900. That's Lior's number. Help at employmentlawyer.ca. Going to get uh, around to Tom here. Hey, Tom, how are you? How are you? Good. What's going on? Uh, what I was wondering, uh, I was told by my employer to apply for EI uh, because they'd be uh, just doing uh, ordering. Uh, so I haven't applied for EI yet. I'd like to apply for it, but apparently now the centers are closed. So can I apply for EI over the phone? And also, can I apply for the relief fund? So uh, why are you, uh, your employer let you go because of the virus? Well, they, I got a call, and they said that uh, they just to apply for EI, that we'd be doing only out orders. I'm a cook. And uh, I said, okay. And... Uh, but I, have, I haven't applied for EI yet, so I'd like to apply for EI. And then I found out recently that now my company is temporarily shut down. But I'd okay. like to- so, so, yes, you can apply for the, new, uh, for the new benefit, the emergency response benefit. Now, you can start applying on April the 6th. And my understanding, you can apply to that benefit over the phone. Uh, and so, so that may be a, a good option for you. That could pay you $2,000 a month for up to four months. So, so that's uh, something to, to keep in mind. You can apply for EI, but you have to apply to one or the other. You can't apply for both. EI, you can't apply over the phone. My understanding, you can do it online. You can do it. Uh, it's probably the best way to do it. I have no So uh, April the 6th. So I have no access. So, okay. So. So you may want to talk to someone that may be able to help you and have that access, uh, a friend, a family member, even if you can kind of do it with them while you're on the phone and they're on the computer. But the, the new benefit, I know for a fact you can apply on the phone. There'll be a, a phone number that you can apply. And that may be even faster because the government is telling us once you apply, you should be able to get paid within 10 business days. So that, that is available to you in about a week or so on, on April the 6th. We're going to move on. I think we uh, I think we got Paul. Paul, we'll get you in here quickly before we break. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. What's uh, what's your question, Paul? Uh, I got 
30 years of service with a company. Mm-hmm. Um, the business is closed as of last week, so I was put on a temporary layoff, up, saying up to 13 weeks. It's a mass layoff, so there's 22 units that have been closed. They are continuing the health benefits and the dental benefits, so they're doing the ESA thing. Um, according to the ESA, it's okay as long as they're allowed to continue benefits, and I'm able to collect EI, and it's a mass layoff. So my question is, how do I protect my severance uh, mm-hmm. without accepting this layoff? And what happens if I refuse the layoff? So, so you have the following two options. You can, as you said, accept the layoff, and then you stay on layoff, you collect EI, and when the company calls you back, you go back. And, and, that, and if you do that, your, your service continues, but you run the risk that down the road, the company can lay you off again because you let them do it the first time. That's option one. The second option is you can treat the layoff now, not in 13 weeks, not in 50 weeks. You can treat it right now as a termination and pursue your severance. That means you won't be going back to work, but you you are owed severance. For you, after 30 years, that could easily be two years' pay. So that's what's at stake for you. You have to make that choice, though, and you have to make that choice before the company calls you back to work. If you make it after, then there's no choice at that point. At that point, you're considered to have accepted the layoff. So the only way to, to protect, if you will, your severance is actually to pursue it right now, uh, and and those are the options. If you choose to pursue your severance right now, happy to help you, happy to make that happen. It's not a complicated process. All right, Paul, thanks. Appreciate that. Reach out if you want further information, which I'm sure you do. It's uh, 1-855-821-5900. Help at employmentlawyer.ca. I see you there, Peter. We'll get to you and your phone calls. you still got time. 416-870-6400. Employment Law Show, Global News Radio. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. And I want to get right back to it here with our last few minutes of the show. Moving on to uh, to Peter. Hey, Peter, thanks for calling in. Thanks for uh, thanks for hanging on as well. How are you? I'm, good. I'm doing well. Good. What's on your mind? Mike, um, I'm working with a company for over 40 years. I'm 70 years old. And and they gave me a termination letter um, in in February to to complete um, for November. But I just got laid off, so I wanted to know what my right is. So initially you were going to be let go in November, but now they said because of this virus you're going to be laid off right now. Yes. Is that the situation? Yeah, okay. Yes, that's it. So yes. you can you can accept the layoff and come back to work and then continue working till uh till February no, 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 or no, till November, no, no, I should say. No, no. Yeah. Uh, uh, or you can uh treat the layoff right now as a termination and get severance and and potentially you'd be looking at a 24 months pay here after 40 years with the company. So those are the options. You can also apply for the the new uh, benefit from, from the uh, from the government, the Canada Emergency Response Benefit. Uh, that will pay you two thousand dollars a month for four months. So you can certainly do that. But for you, severance may be the best option right now. So you don't have to worry about whether you go back and when, etc. Uh, 24 months pays what you would be owed, Peter. If you want to get that, I can help you, but I wouldn't wait on this. Uh, this is probably not a situation you want to wait because if they call you back, that's not going to be an option. 
Okay, so I'll come to see you. Yeah, or at least make a phone call to start with, Peter. Yeah, that would be a good move. Write this one down, Peter. one 821 5900 Again, one 821 5900 Make that call or email as well. Do both. Help at employmentlawyer.ca. I think we've got time to move over to Michelle. Hi, Michelle. Thank you for hanging on. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. How are you today? We're uh, we're hanging in there. You know, we're uh, we're juggling a lot of phone calls. How about you? What's your concern? My concern is, is I drive for a school bus company, my, and so does my husband. My husband is a regular route driver, which means he covers an AM and PM in the day. I'm considered a charter driver. When I signed up as a charter driver, I was told by my manager that I was expected to cover as a spare driver runs as well. We re- recently received a letter from our company saying that they were going to go after 90% of our pay through the government. Today, I recently found out being a charter driver slash spare driver, that does not apply to me. Does that apply to me? So I'm not sure exactly what you mean, what applies. Uh, the government has announced some subsidies for employers. We don't have all the details on that yet. Uh, so your employer may qualify to, to get subsidies for your wages. Uh, but that's all really we know right now, uh, Michelle. Um, that. Well, we received a letter from our CEO saying that they were going to get 90% of our wages for the two weeks following March break. I don't know how they would do that. I really have no idea how that would be possible. I'm not aware of any mechanism that would pay them, that someone would pay them 90% of your wages. I, I really don't know. Uh, so I, I, I'd be interested to ask them where where that is and on what that's based on. I haven't seen or heard of anything like that, Michelle. Okay, no, because we got an email from our CEO stating that. Okay. I know I, I believe you. I just don't know what that could be. Uh, bottom line is if you're out of a job now because of this, regardless of how or why, you can accept this. It would be, I guess, a temporary layoff, or you can treat this as a termination and pursue severance. So just like I was saying before, those are the options. Regardless of whether the company could qualify, should qualify, ultimately, if you're out of a job, those are your options. You accept it or you pursue severance. There's really no third option. Okay. Thank you very much for your help. Appreciate it, Michelle. Enjoy the uh, the rest of your day. We've got about a minute here, Sean. So uh, if you want to ask us your question, please go ahead. Yes. Um, I, I listen to you guys, uh, like, religiously. And um, Great. Uh, I, this uh, is uh, going for Lior. Um, I, I work, uh, I'm, a, like, an employee, and I, like, uh, I work at a landscape company, that, but we service a lot of hospitals. And um, right now, that uh, like I've been at the same company for 17 years, and uh, like I'm uh, involved in like uh, removing all these bags from the COVID-19 uh, areas, and uh, you know, like I, I mean, I take all my precautions, but I'm also like uh, I live by myself and all that, and I've been, you know, like for a long time. But is it easier? Like I've been, like I said, like a last caller. Is it easier for me to take the 17 years and uh, you know, then come back when it's safe to do so, or do I well, stick around? Or th- th- that may not be an option. I mean, if your if your employer still has work for you, you have to go to work unless there's a reason why you can't do the work safely. In which case, you can call in the Ministry of Labor to determine whether or not that work is safe, or you get a doctor's note saying you cannot work. You can't force severance if your employer is willing to have you work. If they lay you off, yes, you may be able to get severance, potentially 14, 15 months pay. So those are the options. 
Man, what a show. We're going to take a bit of a break, man. Go have yourself a coffee, and we'll be uh, back at it for sure, or at least you will be on the phone lines. Now that you've got some information, reach out and get more. Very simple. one 821 5900 That's the number to get a hold of Lior and the crew. PocketEmploymentLawyer.ca. Help at EmploymentLawyer.ca is the email. And finally, for the next little while, CovidRights.ca as well. We will catch you again at a later date here. Employment Law Show, Global News Radio. The preceding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto.